0: My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the sovereign, queenly, all kinds of kick-ass creatrix behind Kick-Ass Witch, Putting the K in Magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode back at Blog Talk Radio. And before we get rolling today, and the reason I'm in such a good mood is that I have to tell you that my new ebook, The Spiritually Mature Witch, Five Keys to Unlocking Your Personal Power, is out now on Gum Road. Yay. So excited. You can find you can find a link to that on the description page for this episode back on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Or on my website, I have been posting links to it on social media and in my last newsletter. So you probably already know. We know, Joe, we know. But if you don't know, I'm telling you now, this thing is awesome. I definitely think it's the best thing that I have ever put out through Kick-Ass Switch. It is real, raw, and a total kick in the ass. It's Kick-Ass, and I mean that sincerely. This is not a fluffy, feel-good read. It asks you to rise to the challenge of your own life and demands that you take the reins of your own personal power in hand now. It just feels urgent to me. Maybe it's my age. I don't know. But I'm feeling like our time is now. (laughs) Now, people, now. And for someone who is just looking for a bit of rah-rah cheerleading or something more ethereal, let me give you a heads up now and say that this ebook might seem like a cold shower, but I am totally okay with that because that's what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be a sobering, reinvigorating rush of cold water that jolts you awake and straight into action. So please, if you go pick up yourself a copy, and I really hope you do. Please don't just read it. This is a book that you do. It is a book that requires you to engage with it, and the five keys will only be as powerful as the effort you put in. So put in the effort, people. Show up for your own lives. (laughs) And really, that is what today's episode is all about as well. You are not the boss of me. (laughs) I, I was I used that phrase prolifically as a child, and it cracks me up now today, and I think there's real power in it. If you saw on Facebook today the little meme I made to promote <laughs> today's show, it has this little cutie doll with a queen on her head saying that, you are not the boss of me. But really, that's cute and that's fun. But today's show is really about showing up for your own life and standing up for yourself on the daily I think that when people hear the phrase stand up for yourself, the first thing that comes to mind is like standing up to bullies or sneaky, weaselly, boundary pushers. But, and that's true. You should definitely stand up to those people. But I really like to think of it as standing up for your own life. Like stand up and be counted, stand up for your dreams, stand up for your right to exist and thrive and flourish in your time. And this is your time. You are here now. These are the precious hours of your life. And whether you spend them in full presence by live, live, really living, or you squander them by hiding out, they will be spent nonetheless. You know, time waits for no one and that's what i mean <laughs> by uh, a sobering experience that's that is the energy with which i wrote this ebook and my last newsletter it is the kick i'm on by declaring 2016 the year of the queen just for myself i'm so excited that so many of you are tapping into that energy if you're a guy and you want to see a guy work in that sovereign energy, Eric Silvermoon has been working with the king this year. So either way, it's it's so badass to be stepping into this energy. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel in myself. <laughs> and the sooner that you recognize your life is your own and that you are the boss of you and no one is coming to save you, Prince Charming is not coming. The sooner you can step into your power as the sovereign ruler of your own inner landscape, affecting great change in your outer reality as a result, by the way, and bonus points having one hell of a ride along the way, the sooner you can get busy with the awesome. And sovereign, it's a fairly old-fashioned, funkily spelled word, (laughs) sovereign. But I've actually watched it coming back into vogue the last couple of years, and I see that as a very good thing, especially in the context with which it's being presented, the context of personal sovereignty. I, I This is a journey I've been on quite a while now. I wrote an article a while ago called The Sacred Bitch. I wrote something on the new Maleficent archetype. Uh, I did a post on Prince Charming Isn't Coming, which is a book that I think every woman should read. Women who are not financially sovereign. That is a book about financial sovereignty, which is really about your personal sovereignty. Um, when I read Laurie Cabot's A Witch in Every Woman, <laughs> it just seems like this has been building and building through most of the life of Kick Ass Witch, and I finally just feel. I'm feeling like now is the time to just be like, pow, yes, let's all talk about this. Let's all step into it together and just move forward as a community in one like big wall of ass-kickery. <laughs> Personal sovereignty is the acknowledgement and acceptance of the fact that you are the authority of your own life. Sovereignty does not ask for permission or rescue or validation from outside sources. Its source of power is within. It's it's the peace of the divine, the power of the divine that, that flows through us all. We are each unique channels of divine energy. Source thro- flows through us all, or at least it tries to. <laughs> Personal power is about honoring that flow and allowing that flow through the unique expression that is you and letting it flow on. So, you know, the divine spark is within us all. We all have connection and access to that flow, but it's a matter of letting it flow and trusting that you are a good enough, worthy enough channel for that flow. And the third chakra, which is, I'm going to be talking about that during this episode, the third chakra of your body, if you're familiar with the chakra system, these are energy vortexes there are many all over your body seven traditionally that we like to talk about in the new age community Um, but that is about your personal power your personal sovereignty and your feelings of self-worth you have to feel worthy of that divine source energy you have to feel like a worthy channel to let it flow you have to trust that you are perfect in your imperfections and worthy of allowing that kind of energy to flow through you. And to stand up for yourself. A beautiful example of personal sovereignty is this might surprise you. Long pause because I'm trying to see if you'll guess. (laughs) Dolly Parton. (laughs) Yay. It's her birthday today. Dolly Parton is 70 years old today, which is why I'm talking about her and have her on on my mind today. But if you only take this woman at face value, if you can't get past the boobs, and the hair and that sweet country accent, you are missing out on witnessing one of the most feisty, fiery, empowered souls of our time. She is a woman with a kick ass third chakra. <laughs> she is a person with a strong center, a healthy third chakra, and a brilliant example of personal power in action. One of Many examples that I could share about her life involves Elvis Presley, the king. Speaking of kings. (laughs) Um, But really, his talent was no match for Queen Dolly's. She is an incredibly prolific writer. She has written hundreds of songs. She claims actually behind the scenes to have written over 3,000 songs and that she writes a song a day, which is why she's been able to... um, publish so many songs and why so many of them are award-winning international hits. And she owns the publishing to all of them, I believe. And if you know anything about publishing, I actually worked in publishing for two years. I was the assistant to Danny Benair of of Natural Energy Lab, and we did... The um, music marketing for big, big, famous bands that you definitely would know, and this is when I learned about publishing. It's a fascinating business, but um, publishing is where the money is made in music. That is how musicians get paid. Musicians, producers, and unfortunately, shady hangers on, should they be so crafty, <laughs> they get paid in one of two ways. They get paid a mastering fee which is compensation for the recording of the song, and then they get paid a publishing feed, fee, which is compensation for the song itself. So you don't necessarily get paid both. If you're singing someone else's song, you just get paid for the mastering. Um, a song can be recorded and performed countless times, obviously, but only the person who owns the publishing gets paid, regardless of who is performing it. Anyway, that's important to know (laughs) for this story. Elvis Presley, at the height of his career, wanted to cover I Will Always Love You, the song that Whitney Houston made iconic many years later. And Dolly sang quite – she did a lovely version of that herself. The problem is Elvis's people demanded half of the publishing – for the honor of having him sing her song, but Dolly just was not having it. She loved Elvis and really wanted him to sing her song, um, but he didn't write it. And therefore, he was not the rightful owner of any of the publishing. He wanted half, and she would not even give him half because he didn't own the song. She wrote the song. It was her song. So her answer was a solid thanks, but no thanks. Try saying no to Elvis Presley at the height of his career <laughs> when you're on the rise in your career as well and you know the attention that's going to get. That takes courage. Taking a stance like that requires courage. It it requires a strong center, you know, a deep standing of your own worth and robust, healthy boundaries. And what I find so fascinating about a moment of choice like that is not only it not only requires courage to make that choice but making that choice perpetuates courage so every time you stand up for yourself you are building that muscle courage begets courage confidence begets confidence self esteem begets self esteem and if you if you're not feeling at all courageous or confident you can start small And then work your way up from there, just like you would at the gym. You don't start out curling 40 pound dumbbells. You start out with the little 30 pound pink ones and increase the weight as your strength improves. (laughs) And the third chakra, the seat of your power, which is physically at the space, if if you don't understand the shot, I keep going back and forth from chakra to chakra to please all of you. (laughs) Some of you say chakra, some of you say chakra. I'm going to say both today in honor of you all. But if you don't know that system, the third chakra is physically on your body. It's at the space between your navel and the point where your ribs come together. The place, if you know where your solar plexus is, this is your solar plexus chakra. It's the place where you get butterflies or a burning sensation in your belly anytime you feel challenged. It's the place where your gut instinct and self esteem lives. And that chakra, the Manipura chakra, it is strengthened in the same way as what I was just saying about going to the gym. You can work your way up. Start small. A three pound weight in the area of personal power, personal sovereignty, is third you know, a three <laughs> a three pound weight in the third chakra development. It might look like one of the tiniest but mightiest words known to humankind. Can you guess what that word is? No? No. (laughs) It's no. And oh, this is the power word of the third chakra. And not coincidentally, that is the favorite word of toddlers the world over. No, I will not eat that green stuff. No, I do not want to take a bath. No, I will not put my feet in those shoes. (laughs) Um, The developmental stage that takes place approximately 18 months to up to about four years, that is the developmental stage of the third chakra, commonly known as the terrible twos. We call this age the terrible twos because it can be terrible for parents who are trying to feed their kids that green stuff, give them the bath, and get them into those shoes. <laughs> it becomes a power struggle. Power. This is your place of power. It becomes a power struggle. And as parents, it's important that we honor That struggle that we draw up healthy boundaries, but we also allow our kids to draw up those healthy boundaries for themselves so that when they are adults they can stand in a place of sovereignty and stand up for themselves. If a parent employs too much force in winning those battles, if you apply too much force in that power struggle, the child develops an imbalance in this area and He learns, he or she learns that saying no makes him, I hate the whole gender thing, I get so hung up on this, makes him or her a very bad boy or girl. So they learn that that saying no gets them in trouble, and then they grow up to be a person who can't say no. This is when the infamous people pleaser persona is born. Other abuses that damage this chakra include any kind of excessive domination, verbal shaming, physical violence, and inappropriate enmeshment, which makes it near impossible to discern, much less hold healthy boundaries. And there are many witchy things that you can do to strengthen this area. You can work with citrine if you're into crystals or any kind of orangey yellowy stone you can channel the fire element or work with the king or queen of wands Uh, do any kind of grounding techniques anything that brings you down into your body and helps create a sense of solidness in your belly um something physical that you can do because it doesn't I mean there are ways to strengthen this area that that are physical you can just do sit ups I think it's I'm trying to teach Tanner this right now actually because um he's starting to get a little pooch and hunch and I'm trying to tell him you have to you have to exercise your stomach to make your back strong and I think that's so interesting when you're talking about the The third chakra and your place is power. When someone is weak, we say they are spineless, you know, that you're a spineless jellyfish. And it's interesting that strengthening your abs, uh, doing sit-ups, doing plank pose, any kind of abdominal exercise, it supports your spine. It supports your ability to stand up for yourself. And at the very least, it's symbolic of your ability to stand up for yourself. It's energizing to that third chakra. So I recommend trying any kind of physical exercise really, but your abs specifically. Something I like to do is just take my hand and put it over my solar plexus and take a deep breath. And I find that brings me down into my body in a really powerful way. It like brings me back down because I'm an air sign, because I'm a head case. (laughs) Anything that can bring me back down to earth that way is really helpful. Um, so you might be surprised. I, I'm a fan of working from the outside in a lot of times. So using diet and exercise and physical things to affect the spiritual. A lot of times, you know, we always say as above, so below. And that's most often, as far as I can see, applied to like, I um, the stars reflect your reality. Your mind reflects your reality. But sometimes you can work from, you know, below to above, if that makes sense. You can reverse it and do it backward. So especially if you're like a head case, if you, you, know, if you intellectualize everything and you analyze everything, sometimes just getting down into your body and doing some straight-up exercise can have profound spiritual implications perfectly fitting today and hilarious i always laugh when coincidences like this happen or synchronicity as carl jung would say um i pulled the queen of or the king of wands when i did my little tarot reading of the day i always pull a card of the day and i got the king of wands and i was like ha <laughs> and by the way i don't want to blow your ears out cuz i'm doing this over the phone but saying ha really loud from your gut and from your belly that is another way to strengthen that chakra try it and see i'm not i'm not going to do it right now in on full display because i, I really don't want to um upset you by, <laughs> by screaming in your ear but a loud you know belly ha it can do wonders for bringing you into your body especially if you make like a scary phone call or something like that or stand up for yourself And speaking, my tarot deck is the Tarot Illuminati, which I'll bet you already know because I can't shut up about how much I love the Tarot Illuminati. Um, I interviewed Kim Huggins last year, who is the woman who wrote the companion guide to that, which I think is the best book on tarot in the market. Um, But anyway, I was checking out some of the images this morning of the Apocalypse Tarot, which is the next project with Kim Huggins. And Eric C. Dune, the people who created the the Tarot Illuminati, they're doing a new deck together. And the images are based on gods and goddesses, I think, from all over the world. And uh, so far, it is totally living up to expectation. I went and looked at some of the images, and I was really excited to see that the first one that Eric was putting up, um, the first ones are court cards. And um, I hope it comes out in 2016, the year of the queen, because really these cards, they look amazing. It would be awesome to work with that energy this year. Uh, If I remember, and if I have the time, I have kind of a busy day today, but if I have the time, I will make a little, I'll put some of those images up on Facebook so you can see what was the king. He did a king that I love, the king of swords. He did a queen of pentacles and, uh king of wands they all look really stellar i think you're really going to love it um just a little aside <laughs> a little rant if you're working with the sovereign this year um that might that might be interesting to go check out so um i'll do it i'll do it i will i'll get those images together and i will post that on facebook right when i get off here cuz i mentioned it already so why leave you hanging right <laughs> Also, I'm still reading, barely, barely, barely have I gotten very far in it. Not, I'm not very far at all. Let me look at it here. I'm about one-tenth of the way through Catherine the Great. Um, Portrait of a Woman by Robert K. Massey. I am blown away. I mentioned last week that I wanted to – I'm going to be reading a lot about Queens this year, the Year of the Queen, but I knew I had to start with Catherine the Great because of my personal ancestry. And the connection to Catherine the Great. And I am not disappointed at all. This book is phenomenal. I didn't even know. This is how ignorant I was. Now I know it all. I didn't even know that they weren't called kings and queens in Russia. They were emperors and empresses. They were called Tsars. It was the empire of the Tsars. The Romanov, the Romanov family, they ruled for, I think, six centuries, the longest ruling family, as far as I know, in human history, of a ginormous empire. Fascinating read for anybody who wants to check that out. Highly recommend it. This guy's an awesome writer, Robert K. Massey. And speaking of writing, I'm going to end this thing the way I began it, and that is to say that if what I have been talking about here today, personal power, um, if you want to learn how to develop more of that, please pick up a copy of The Spiritually Mature, which five keys to unlocking your personal power. I made it for you for that very purpose. This is not a vanity project. I did not write it because it was fun or easy or a quick way to make a buck <laughs> at all. It was actually hard for me to get it out because it I felt very vulnerable kind of sharing parts of my own personal practice in a way that I don't usually. And also just it's a bit darker than any of my previous work, but it's what I believe, and I really, really back this up completely. I fully believe that this can have a huge impact in your life. And I wrote it to address the needs of our community which really are just human needs, but I have a special place in my heart for the witchy community. And I see how so many of us struggle to make ends meet, financially especially, and to utilize magic, real magic, in a way that actually makes sense for this century. And I want to help change that. I want to be of service in a very specific way. And that is what I hope I have done in writing this ebook for you. And I hope. The other things that I create in 2016 are keeping with that vein. I would just love to see us all rise up together to each step into our personal power individually so that as a community, we are unstoppable. We can serve the world in the way we say we want to serve the world. There's a lot of lip service paid (laughs) to being of service. Let's really be of service. Let's really be a light in the world. I know that's idealistic, but I believe it's possible. And um, thank you so much for listening to this super hyper rant today. I am on fire. Speaking of the third chakra, I'm feeling it. I hope some of that rubbed up on you if you're having a little schlumpy day. And until we meet again, much love. Peace. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net-zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.